Welcome, Egg Food What? The first and only podcast about people eating stuff. I'm Mike Lesk. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of Egg Food. <laughs> young Michael, how have we been this week? Young Michael. Uh, young Michael was feeling pretty old the other day. I Not. spent uh, Mother's Day mm-hmm. doing uh, yard work. And it involved picking up sticks repeatedly. Uh, dragging them out to the curb. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next day I could barely move. <laughs> it was like I was in a... How many, how many of these sticks were there? How well, it, they had been piling up under the porch in the backyard. And yeah, it, it, it was a fair amount. It took about... I use a tarp. I load them onto the tarp, drag them out. It was about four loads. Where are these sticks coming from? How many well, sticks? Yeah, I've got, I've got two big trees in the backyard. Did a Lincoln Log factory blow up down the street? <laughs> no, it's just two big, two big trees, and then the wind starts blowing, mm-hmm. the twigs start falling, and That's uh, life, bro. you got to get them out of the way for the lawnmower. So yeah, this is doing this stuff up in Bayonne. Yeah, so I've got some new, it's a new lifestyle I've got going here. This is your life, Michael. This is my life, yeah. How about work. yourself? How was your weekend? Um, incredibly unproductive and nondescript. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Unlike uh-huh. the rest of my life, which is always go, 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 go. Yeah. Uh, I think I did, yeah. I always say that. I always say, people go, what'd you do this week? I go, you know what? Uh, nothing. It was great. <laughs> like, like, that's something. Like, I'm usually so busy on the weekends. I welcome this one weekend of relief. Yeah. When it's like, I had nothing. I never had nothing. Yeah. But I was acting like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was great. I enjoyed it for once. Yeah. Well, it was Mother's Day. A sad day for both of us. Um, yeah. I've never gotten into the habit. I know it's a popular day to visit the cemetery. Yeah. And uh, I've never been a cemetery visitor. Mm-mm. It's uh, I know it's a big day for selling flowers and so on. You see people along the highways. The people old uh, highways. Well, oh, selling flowers. Selling flowers. Yeah, they said... standing like the Robert Kennedy funeral <laughs> train. No, no, <laughs> no. It's like no Happy Mother's Day. But they have the uh, what do they call it? It's a it's a is it a grave blanket? Ever see those? Like it's like a big, long thing. You, you, I guess you put it over the entire uh, grave. Oh, we're not talking about flowers. Still, we're talking about graves. No. <laughs> What's a grave no, blanket? It's a grave blanket of flowers. Yes. A grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've never, I've never given, I've never put flowers in the cemetery. I've never done it. Yeah, I don't understand the. Well, I, I I guess I understand, but I, I've never been a let's go stare at the stone mm-hmm. and talk. Yeah, I've never done that. Yeah, I think uh, older generations, it, it was more important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think uh, cremation's more popular now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you can have your uh, memorial in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway... I thought about it, you know, I was like, hmm, you know, it was on my mind. But then the yard work intervened. 
Remember, uh, well, that the yard work's always going to anything. <laughs> Remember, um, in a Sopranos episode after Bobby Bacala's wife was killed. Uh, spoilers, if anybody's listening. <laughs> uh, uh, and he he would like bring her cake to the grave. Yeah. And so Not, then I'm like, yeah. he leaves. So then what's the protocol? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm happy to be, can I just, once he's gone, can I just waltz over and grab the cake and go eat it? <laughs> what if he checks back the next day and it's gone? Is uh-huh. he going to be upset? Or does he believe, oh, his wife or his dead wife came out of the ground and ate it? No, I think I think it's assumed that uh, if you leave something in the cemetery, the uh, cemetery workers mm-hmm. will eventually clean it up when the, when the flowers wither and die. You Ooh, know, that's heavy, Mike. Ooh. <laughs> when that happens, you know, you're not going back to take them back up. You know, some some poor schlub mm-hmm. who works at the cemetery is going to clean up. Where's that documentary? Like, <laughs> like they must there must be some list of incredible shit people have found in cemeteries, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, how many times do these guys walk in on people having sex in the cemetery? Because that's a thing. Is it a thing? Uh, I'm trying to make it a thing. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Yeah, but like maybe they, like, maybe over famous people's graves. Like, has some idiot ever like left his? What is like his wife's diamond ring on the gravestone, and like mm-hmm. some work, some cemetery guys walks up, and there must be crazy stories like that, right? Well, I think they they they're centered around famous uh, cemetery uh, inhabitants. Well, the most famous was the the Edgar Allan Poe. Remember that one? Some guy every year on his death day. All right, yeah, yeah. Leave absent, and nobody could figure out who nobody. Nobody can figure out. I'm like, nobody can do a 24-hour watch. You know it's this one night. Uh-huh. Nobody yeah. can park themselves for like eight hours. Uh-huh. Oh, there he is. No, every year they're like, ah, he did it again. But then it didn't happen for a couple of years, and so now we assume the person's dead. Have you ever visited a famous grave? Ben Franklin's. Ben Franklin? His was, I think his was the one where I used to have, I had a joke about it was either his grave or like right next to it. You'd push a button and he'd be like, Ben Franklin was our best president Those ever. Speeches, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And I always said, you you should be able to pay for one for your own grave. So I'm like, boop, like your mama. You know, boop, mm-hmm. I banged your wife. Boop, you're mm-hmm. everybody hates you. Like it's your voice. And you get to surprise people with like terrible things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be fun. <laughs> ben Franklin. I mean, I mean, I've been to like, where is Ben Franklin's? I don't even know. This is bad. I mean, well, is that, it's in Philadelphia. Okay, yeah. But I mean, is it a, in a big cemetery or is it in a smaller? I mean, it was 20 years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, I just picture, I, I can't picture the cemetery. I can picture his, the big stone or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've been to many. I don't know. Like I've been to Civil War battlefields and they mm-hmm. always seem to have, oh, here's where General dumb fuck got killed or whatever i don't know mm-hmm. have you been a famous one no no but you see pictures of you know jim morrison is in uh i guess it's in paris someplace right and, I, hope. Uh, <laughs> I know no you're not a fan but i think he's got like one of the most popular headstones going out yeah, there you're right about that yeah you know, there's always like somebody's left a beer or you yeah. know 
Something. Every 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 teenager goes through their Jim Morrison's a genius phase, and they want to go leave flowers. It's yeah. And then it's, like, and then like everybody else when they grow when they realize wrestling's not fake, Kiss takes off their makeup, and what do you know? Jim Morrison sucks. <laughs> so I mean, I'm sorry he's dead. Uh huh. Yeah. But did you did you go through the Jim Morrison Jim Morrison phase? No. 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 I. I've always had the discretion, the taste of knowing the doors stink. They are the most wildly overrated. <laughs> they they were lucky enough to just happen upon a tiny fraction of a fraction of an atom of a window in time in which if you had a hit, you're gonna be in classic rock forever. Uh-huh. That's them. I think some of their I can songs. Understand, yeah. uh, every that, that that being a rite of passage. For young people, it's like going to Holden, uh, Holden Caulfield's grave. Mm-hmm. It's like, great. Then you grow up being like, all right, what's this idiot? All right. Mm-hmm. So, but no, even, even even in my youth, I never went through a Doors phase. I went through that phase. It was it was brief. Um, I still like some of the songs. I mean, I yeah, I don't, I don't listen to them regularly or anything. But, I, you know, Roadhouse Blues comes on. I kind of got to get a kick out of when he goes into the sort of don't to honk to honk. Keep going. That, 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 that always makes me laugh. I like, I like Roadhouse. I do not care for Roadhouse Blues. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Break on Through is an okay song, but plus, you know, every girl. Oh my God, he's a genius. If I didn't have every girl like that, doors are better than the Beatles. And then after 30 seconds, you ascertain, oh, it's because Jim Morrison is an incredible, good-looking guy and mm-hmm. snowed everybody with his I'm a genius poet because <laughs> I speak nonsense. <laughs> I mean, if that I mean he that's a guy that died at the right time. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, the uh some people, you know, they go out on top. Let's let's put it that way. If he had lived 10 minutes longer, everybody would have exposed him for his bullshit. And he'd have no choice but the guy, you know what? Fuck it, you're right. And he'd probably be an actor. For me, I mean, it was still trying to uh, dig up uh, stuff they had in this, uh, the recording banks. And, you know, they put out this album called American Prayer. And it had like pretty much spoken word stuff on there. Jesus and yeah, Christ. it was. Uh, <laughs> Mike, you were in deep, bro. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, well, that was like, I'd say like late 70s, you know? That was sort of the boom time. He he was having a revival because that book. No, that gets, book. Yeah, yeah. I, I read. I did read that when I was. You a read kid. that book? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it was at a friend's house, or just lying there. And I, I think I just read. Uh, yeah, that was a big boom. Uh, boon for them. Uh, I think. No one gets out alive. Is that the name of that oh thing? My God, yeah. Big yeah. picture of his beautiful face on the cover. Uh-huh. His uh, naked torso. Twit like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Jesus pose. Yeah. Did you like the movie? No, I thought the movie was kind of ridiculous. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like he didn't even write "Light My Fire," so it's like, mm-hmm. it's, like <laughs> it's like it's like the bangle. Uh, what's her name from the Bangles? Uh, Susanna Hoffs, who's easy on the papers. Uh, you can't go ten minutes without her posting either on Instagram or Twitter another variation version of her doing Manic Monday. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Uh-huh. All right. Well, speaking of rock books. Oh. I mentioned yes. it last week. Deliver Me From Nowhere by Warren Zanes. That is a let me be honest. Hold on. Hold, uh, that is a terrible cover. That is a busy 
for for a stark album that is a busy shitty book cover well they're trying to echo the cover of the album yeah um, just have a bleak picture the in same. the background yeah they, i don't, like, I don't like the layout of the type the copy Ugh. instead of the blood red they use a sort of fluorescent orange um the making of bruce springsteen's nebraska it was an interesting book. I mean, I did mm. learn one thing, and you know, I, I I've never been one to get into the the minutia of when what song was recorded on what date and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. The biggest revelation for me with this book was I did not know that Nebraska when when he 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 did that famous uh, you know he recorded it he he thought it was going to be a demo tape for the band. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they went to the studio to try to record the songs with the band. I knew that happened. Mm -hmm. But I did not know that they laid down about two thirds of Born in the USA at the same time. Did you, you know, that? know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not on the same level of super fandom. But uh, <laughs> well, I thought you were an American. That's all. <laughs> no, but I, I didn't know that they they recorded. Yeah, like in the USA, it, yeah. pretty much most of the album when they were trying to do these Nebraska tracks. Yeah. And I'm like, and then and there was even talk for a little bit, they were gonna release it as a double album, <laughs> which would have been like the freakiest double album ever, right? You know, you got Nebraska on one album and then born in the USA. Oh, I don't know if I knew. I mean, look, it's been 20 years since I was inhaling Bruce books. Mm -hmm. Uh I knew all that. I don't think I knew they seriously entertained putting it all together as one double album. Uh -huh. uh, that would have been, I always just heard they recorded half of Born in the USA and just kind of mm. uh, set it there for a year and a half or whatever. I didn't hear they thought about releasing it together. Right. So, yeah, that, that was kind of a, a major revelation for me. And uh, And then they, you know, they sort of talk about, you know, it, it was, you read the Born to Run book, right? Where they His they memoir? talk about <laughs> the Bruce book, yeah. yeah, where he talks about that trip he made. It was right after uh, Nebraska. Him yeah. and a, a a friend they they made a cross country trip. He had just bought a house in California, mm -hmm. and they did this cross country trip. And they stopped in some small town in in the southwest someplace. And I guess that was the beginning of his uh, mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Because by the time he got to California, he was kind of in a in, in rough shape. Mm -hmm. um, but, um, you know, I mean, everybody's different. Everybody has their own thing they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. But uh, I would have thought, knowing you've got most of Born in the USA mm -hmm. on the shelf, getting ready to go. That would have gave, given me, like, the all the confidence in the world. What, you know... Let me explain this to you, Mike. Okay. Do you know the comedian Gary Goldman? Yeah, yeah. I love Gary Goldman. And so, you know, he went through, he's had some horrible mental health mm -hmm. stuff. And he said what finally clicked with him in terms of, he said, he always thought if, if, I'm, if I only work hard and become super successful, all this will go away and I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. I won't have this depression. And he right. said, just never happened. But then he read the Bruce thing mm -hmm. and Bruce was like, what finally helped him was taking medication. Mm -hmm. So he was like, 
medication works better for depression or the right medication works better for depression than being Bruce Springsteen. Mm -hmm. So I think that's just the way that goes. Yeah. Cause yeah. Well, well, yeah, thing. I'm not, I'm not trying to undermine it, but I'm yeah. just saying, you know, uh, Life yeah, I would I would think the same thing. Yeah. The life experiences, you know, I could, you know, I would I, I would think almost it would be understandable if you just did Nebraska mm -hmm. and you don't know what's next. I could see that being anxiety producing. You know, like you you know, those those songs, you know, are probably his most personal songs. You know, he says it's his greatest record. I don't know. I you know, that's his belief, you know. It's, mm -hmm. it's yeah. But I mean, I don't know that many of his fans would think that's his best record. Mm -hmm. um, but it was just interesting that it, it yeah, like you said, you, you never know when it's going to happen. Um, I never really had uh, to deal with, you know, low, well, debilitating depression. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I can say I've, I've dealt with I've had depression. But it's never, you know, uh, I've never felt like I needed to go see a doctor about it. Mm -hmm. I had one time where, and this was this was after I'd been out of work for a couple of years uh, when I got laid off, and then it was hard to get a job. I was literally out of work for like two years. I was trying to get back into publishing. It wasn't working. Mm -hmm. You know, I was over fifty years old, and you know they don't want they don't want to deal with you. You know, it's like you're fifty. You know, we, we want a 20 year old, we, we can pay, you know, peanuts. So, you know, that was a difficult time for me. But um, I finally got a job. It was at a small office. They did uh, like newsletters that, you know, dentists would have in their waiting room. Mm -hmm. And basically, I was hired to summarize articles about periodontics. And, and you know, mm. it, it was out of my league. You know, I, I, they needed a medical copywriter. Yeah. Well, I stumbled into those too, and it's like, ugh. And it was just, I didn't know what I was reading, and and I'm, you know, so there was a lot of pressure at the time. And then to top it off, I mean, it was a small office. There were temporary workers there in the morning, and then they would leave, and then it would just be me and my manager. Ugh. And I and I thought, you know, I thought I was I had a good rapport with her early on, and then it just started to get weird. Um, you know, if I use the bathroom, she, she would check to see how long I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> Oily stool, Mike. <laughs> I mean, I, I came back one time to my cubicle. Well, pun intended. <laughs> yeah. I came back to my cubicle and she's standing there. And, you know, the first time I kind of like, oh, that's a coincidence, right? Maybe. Mm -hmm. Then it happened a second time. And then so the second time it happened, I said, are you timing me? And then she kind of like denied it, you know. Um, so she was she turned out to be a little weird. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, she had this chair. Was it a toilet? <laughs> That's why she never had to go to the. Oh, well, well, she had this chair. It was like a light blue sea green color, you know, mm -hmm. light colored. But it was all, it was just from use. It was like blackened. I mean, it was the most disgusting thing. Sounds like she needed to go to the bathroom. <laughs> it was the most disgusting thing you, you could ever see. And, and 
I never said anything to her about it. But uh, but one day I'm sitting doing trying to do my work. I've never heard this. Uh, I've never heard this little chapter, Michael. Well, it's it's tied in with the uh, mental health issues. And I'm just sitting there, and it's like it's it's it was, yeah. It felt like a weight had fallen on me, where I'm just looking at my future, and this is it. You know, working in this dismal office. I mean, I was happy when I got the job. It, it actually paid decently too, uh, and yeah, I was like overjoyed. I was finally working full time again. You just had to you just had to soil yourself at your desk three times a day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did. I didn't even make it a year. I mean, I think I think she realized that uh, we weren't hitting it off. Some guy, the guy who I replaced, he apparently had been doing this for like over ten years or something. Which was like kind of mind. He never had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Locked had, it up. Never had to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. But you know, it sort of hit me, and I was just like, you know, I didn't, I didn't pass out or anything. But it was like, what's going on? And, and I kind of had to like calm myself. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I read th different things where you, you sort of concentrate on your breathing and so on. And this is a way to calm yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. And it, 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 it actually worked. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the closest I ever came to having like a, a real mental health issue. Um, I mean, yeah, whatever people need, you know, therapy, whatever. Uh, if that works, great. You know, I always, I always thought it was more interesting to try and figure myself out on my own. You know, read books, different things. Um, I was going to read this book again. This was a book. The Courage to Be, hmm. this uh, philosopher, Paul Tillich. And this was like, an, uh, I think I read this around uh, the time my brother David died in the 80s. And um, I don't know, I found it helpful. I was going to read it again to see if it holds up. Sometimes you read something from back then, you've, you mm -hmm. think, well, you know, this, this book was great for me, you know, and then you read it again and you're, you're a different person. Yeah. But uh I found that book very helpful. That's good. I mean, you've 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 had trauma in your life. Have you ever uh, had to deal with anything like that? Anxiety, depression? No, I've been lucky. Like I, I mean, other than just low levels of like, my life sucks. I'm sad and depressed, and I'm very I'm very sen I'm more sensitive than you may believe. Mm -hmm. uh, I am affected by things a lot more than a, a lot more than I wish. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've I've always been lucky. I've never had anything like that uh, ha had to deal with. Um, but then, but then, yeah. But then, you know, you look at Anthony Bourdain, and I remember mm -hmm. when Owen, Owen Wilson tried to kill himself. I'm like, if Owen Wilson's trying to kill himself, what the mm -hmm. fuck ch chance do I have? Uh -huh. uh, so I think a lot of it is just baked into you mm -hmm. as a person, like 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 Bruce or mm -hmm. Gary Goldman. Mm -hmm. And millions of people out there. So I've always been lucky that as crappy as my life has been at times, I do seem to have a natural, I'll call it an ebulliency kind of hope. Uh, yeah. And and I can laugh even at myself, mm -hmm. by myself. So I've I don't want to jinx it, but I, I've been lucky in that with that uh, so far. So. Yeah, I mean, I you know I think it's kind of a cliche that they say you know. People use humor as a defense mechanism. 
-hmm. I think that can, you know, I think there's some truth to that a little bit. Uh, sure, but, yeah. you know, it, it, as long as it's not all you have, you know, you, ha you have to have a little more resources uh, besides that, because, yeah, that's that's not going to work for you forever. Yeah. Um, Plus, I've been lucky. I've always had great friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that to me, that's that's the number one. You know, yeah. uh, if you have friends, brothers, you know, family members. Yeah. You no know, uh, friends, siblings. So I've always been lucky uh in that scenario so that's 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 very important yeah but anyway so i thought i'd uh dig up the old records mike you felt you're off camera now what's going on mike talk to me mike okay i'm into I, the piles I, I, need, I need proof mike don't, i'm into don't... the piles so i dug up the old records oh oh but you know what now that we're talking about nebraska you know, it's always paraded around. It's, it's always celebrated as there he is. <laughs> I With his MAGA hat on the back there. That's right. I, I bet you he wish. I wonder if he wishes that hat was uh, blue now. Or <laughs> Whizzing on the flag. <laughs> it's funny. It's never occurred to me uh, about Nebraska because it's everybody knows the story. He recorded a bunch of demos, carried it around in his pocket, blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. But now that I'm thinking about it. Those are curiously well done demos. Well, yeah, the, 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 there's a chapter in a book literally where he talks about that he was able to overdub. I mean, he's got background vocals on there. Yeah, he has a, ta I think he had a Tascan, like a four track. A four track, TIAC. Um, I don't have the numbers for you. Uh, <laughs> it'd be nice, Mike. I mean, if, if, if you'd come prepared every once in a while, that'd be I think, great. Uh, did you know that that, that uh, four track recorder is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> because in my history of either using a four track to record a demo or even better technology, usually it's like you'll play enough so the band gets the song or so you remember you can kind of work on it. These are curiously finished songs. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if on May 17th, 2023, we are ready to call bullshit on his whole, oh, these are just demos. Oh, they got demos that got out of, my, out of my hands. And oh, now they're printing money. You know what I'm saying, Mike Lisk? No, I mean, Damn this, you, book, <laughs> this book goes into pretty much great details about the state of the recordings mm -hmm. and, and what they did to try to make it. Uh, I know Chuck Plotkin had to like do yeah. a lot of projects. Yeah. But like, there's no, there's no, half finished lines where he's like, ah, I'll get to that when we do it for real. Well, the, the, the book also, yeah, I, I thought they were all like one takes, right? Did you, did you know that there's multiple takes of the songs? I knew that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. See, I didn't even know that detail. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they, they literally, they, they uh, print out when he, when he did it, he sent it to John Landau mm -hmm. and uh, he wrote like a little letter to him explaining it because he kind of suspected it would not go over well with him, you know, so he tried to explain it. Um, and it's funny because, you know, the, the way he's sort of explaining his songs, he's trying to be funny about it. You know, even though these songs are kind of bleak. It's, it's, hey, that's Bruce. A whole, funny. It's 1982 <laughs> not, Bruce. Not a whole lot of humor in them. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he tries to sort of be blasé about it. Though you can tell, you know, they mean a lot to him, you know. 
And of course, John Lando was, of course, flummoxed. I mean, that guy's just looking for dollar signs, you know? <laughs> I mean, what's your, what's your opinion of John Lando? You know what? To be honest, I've always, because I'm a dick, so I've always been waiting for a little crack in that facade. Uh -huh. I got. I don't think I've ever read anything other than like you. It, it, maybe he's a bit, bit of a Svengali, maybe. But I've never really. Uh, yeah, that's terrible. Well, you'll you'll know the story of this, right? You know the story of this is the first single that came out of Born in the USA. When he yelled at him to have a single. Yeah, he he already had six singles. Yeah, he had six singles, and he's cracking a whip. Bruce, give me a single. <laughs> but hey, he gave us six dancing is, in the dark. Six isn't enough. No, it, it worked. But I mean, you know, also, yeah, what does it say about him judging the other songs that he already had? No, uh -huh. I, th I think he's right. I, I think what he saw was the other 11 songs. And I think he just seemed to have a nagging feeling that there was one more. Now, you could say, and I think Bruce was like, fuck you, I've already recorded 100 mm -hmm. other songs. Uh -huh. But I can understand. Uh, I mean, you're not wrong to say it was ridiculous. It's already good enough mm -hmm. album or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I, I've never. Uh, I think that is that the shittiest thing we've ever heard about John Landau. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no. But it's 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 a little background that like yeah that that he is kind of cracking a whip when when there really was no need to crack the whip. You know that. Uh, but he was right. Well. Well, he got lucky. Yeah, let's put it that way. Now, I don't know if it was him who told Bruce to do the video for that. Uh -huh. The worst video of all time. Uh -huh. uh, now, you can say he he gave r r bad advice, but I, I never got the feeling he was ripping Bruce off. Or mm -hmm. you Now, know, you, weren't, you weren't a fan at the time it came out. You were a, a youngin', right? That was one of the first real rock albums I bought as a kid. Really? Before okay. Then, you know, I get a couple of Men at Work singles. I love Duran Duran. Mm -hmm. That, when I got that, that was, I remember scurrying home, open up that cassette. I guess I was 12, 11, 12. And yeah, that was the first real album mm -hmm. that I got and dug into. And really? What's okay. funny is, I went another 15 years without bothering to listen to Bruce Springsteen, other albums, mm -hmm. other Bruce albums. I didn't know oh, anything. So you, strangely, you were one and done. That's not so strange, Mike. For a while. It didn't make you want to check out his earlier albums. Yeah, which doesn't make sense because every other band, if I loved an album, I'd be like, oh my God, I got to dig up everything. Right. Whereas with Bruce, for some reason, I didn't, even though eventually I would, and I loved, and I loved everything uh, up until like 2005. So I listened it's to the album. That... I mean, it's, it, it still sounds great, you know? Yeah. Um, it gets a lot of shit. Like, some of my music geek friends will be, ah, that snare compression. I'm like, shut the... You know uh, what? That that drum sound is in the front, but I I love it, you know? Like it's like, it. yeah. you know? It's, it's I one think of those it's... things that people say when they want they want you to know they know more about music than you. <laughs> ah, the compression. The, the compression? It, I haven't it's heard like, the compression. <laughs> oh, the compression, the gated drums. Uh, am I right, bro? The <laughs> snare lock, the the gated snare. Uh -huh. like, oh, shut up! You cut your arm off <laughs> to put out any of these songs. Yeah. Uh, same thing with oh, uh, I want to like Tim, but the production, mm -hmm. like real. All right, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
No, it's, it's a great album. It's a little worn down because we're off of all you're born knowing it now. Uh-huh. Like at the time, if Glory Days popped up today for the first time, maybe it'd be great. Now, if it uh-huh. pops up, you just want to drive off a cliff. <laughs> no, I, I haven't reached that point with the songs. I, I, I've i given it a, quite a, a lot of room to breathe. No, I mean, specifically Glory Days. I, I don't uh-huh. mean the rest yeah. of them. But but I remember actually I was a little disappointed in in dancing uh, dancing in the dark, in the dark yeah. because it, it it had you know uh, dance music was kind of big then, and it, it seemed like it was sort of a an attempt to sort mm-hmm. of join that market. I didn't dig out. I I have the twelve inch. There was a twelve inch. Yeah. 12 inch singles was big in '84. Oh, yeah. and, and and I was going, you know, I was in my early 20s and I was going to these different Jersey Shore uh, dance areas. What's that? Dance areas. <laughs> no, we, we were too chicken for Manhattan. We were doing the Jersey Shore thing. Ooh. And there there was a uh, there was a bar right up the block from the Stone Pony called Xanadu's. And that was uh, magical. <laughs> that was the where all the young ladies were. And so Ooh. we were we were going there. And I, think, and I think Bruce even put in an appearance at Xanadu's rather than the Stone Pony mm-hmm. to debut the 12-inch single of, of Dancing say. in the Dark, you know, because it had that big dance beat to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always thought, you know, early on, I know it's, is he your number one slice on the album? I know that Bobby Jean. Weren't Bobby those Jean, ones? my number one. Uh, that... That Born in the USA, the song itself, even mm-hmm. though I know we're supposed to like the acoustic one. Um, <laughs> that, the title track in Bobby Jean, I would say my top three. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's pretty, I'd say that with confidence. Whoa, look at you. I don't know how, how I ended oh, up yeah, with two. two. I don't know how I ended up with two copies of uh, Cover Me. I will say Cover Me is in my bottom third for the album. I never loved Cover Me. You know what? I I, I listened to it and I'm like, maybe I underrated this record, this song. Okay, well, I'm wrong. I can go fuck myself. <laughs> I'll give it another listen. I, I I think it's still it's still holding up pretty good. Can I give Cover Me another listen? Like I don't have it burned <laughs> into my skull. And uh, it had it had Jersey Girl, the Tom Waits song that he has on the B side. Um, I didn't mention the B side of Dancing in the Dark. It was Pink Cadillac, okay. which is pretty pretty sweet. B-side. Yeah, you put those two 45s up against each other in one, it's a it's a route. Mm-hmm. The A side trounces the other A side, and the B side is an all-time Bruce B side. Okay. The other one, it's great when he plays it live. Yeah. Do I need to hear a fucking recording of it? Uh-huh. A song he didn't even write. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's a great A-B single. Dance in the Dark and uh, Pink Cadillac. That's pretty great. And I, I'm going to make a case for this one. All right. Born in the USA, the third single. What's the B sign? Oh! Shut out oh, the light. My, oh, you're, you are dead on. Shut out the light. Yes. And... Ironically, probably an even better song about a or more hard-hitting, uh, literal, upfront song about a Vietnam vet. Right, you could say it's a better song. Mm-hmm. Wow, I think you're right, Mike. I think based on the A and B, 
I got to put that number one between those three. Okay. And we got a couple more to go, but that's, that's at the oh, top hold on. right Tell now. me how right I am. Do you agree? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I, okay. when I heard shut out the light, I'm like, wow, you know, what, why is this, how, how come this didn't make the album? You know, it was yeah. just such a great song. Great and song. I, I, I want to say at the time these, re- these singles were coming out, there wasn't even a decent record store in my town. Mm-hmm. I was getting these, I was getting these at uh, Kmart. <laughs> Get all Kmart had, together. had a record department. Let me ask you something about Shout Out the Light real quick, though. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. We'll get back to Kmart. <laughs> is Shout Out the Light, as great as it is, a bit of a rehash of the Deer Hunter? Because he even does that thing where, like, he drives through town. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't see his friends. He goes to the hotel or whatever. His wife is hoping to see him. Is it he a bit Deer Hunter? He doesn't mention that, you know, they go into some of his influences uh, when he was doing Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um and the one he always mentions is the uh, Flannery O'Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a fan of hers? Or I read some of her short stories years ago. I, uh, a line, one of the lines from her short stories I remember in college. I think I tried to rip it off for a song or something. It's something that never worked. <laughs> what kind of preacher are you? Not to see if you can save my soul. Mm-hmm. Always I does. Uh, she doesn't owe me anything, or he. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, after with that line, but yeah, I never read anything. You you like? Well, no, well, yeah, I, I went through a big phase with her. I mean, her her stories are fantastic. Yeah, I don't think her novels are quite as good. Yeah, um, I, read, I read a collection. A good man is hard to find. Or yeah, yeah, that's the, that's that's the one story colleges used to teach. Some twerp oh. at the New Yorker, I think, tried to uh, bring her down as a racist recently. They they found a racial epithet, and and now they just want to cancel her. You know, the yeah. usual nonsense. Yeah. But uh, the stories hold up. The, the stories are great. Um, you know, Springsteen talks about them. And also, mm-hmm. you know, I just started the Lucinda Williams. Turns out she's a big uh, Flannery O'Connor fan, too. Mm-hmm. And also a fan of, I, I know the other author you're a big fan of is Carson McCullers. Carson McCullers? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've only read, read the one. You read a bunch of, I thought you read a bunch of her stuff. No. Hard as a Lonely Hunter? Yeah. What else does she write? I think that's it. Did no, I know you. I thought you. Uh, Wait, did she write "Member of the Wedding"? Now you're thinking of uh, Eudora Wealthy. I think wrote that one. But uh, uh, that's not Eudora Wealthy. What's the the, don't the, tell me, the don't tell me what Cafe or, or what's what's that one? I used to. I thought I thought it was like one of your, one of your favorite books was a uh, Carson McCullers book. Not not uh, the Heart is a Lonely Hunter. I read that one. That was okay. Yeah. Um, I like that one. Wasn't "Member of the Wedding" her? Maybe. It wasn't your door wealthy because I hate your door wealthy's writing. I... <laughs> we'll have to uh, follow up on that one, but um, that seems right up loose in the Williams Street. Uh, mm-hmm. Flannery O'Connor. Yeah, yeah, that that book. Speaking of uh, again uh, dealing with mental illness, mm-hmm. uh, it kicks it starts right off. I, I didn't know her mother uh, had serious mental health issues, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's it's like heavy from the get go. He's a great writer, though. I, I'm enjoying the book. I mean, it just she's got a, she's got a, a nice style, and um, yeah. Uh, I never knew right. anything about her mother. I, I know her, she always talked about her father, right? Yeah. But I think I speak for everybody when I ask, have you gotten to the bottom of the uh, her and Westerberg scuttlebutt? Not yet. No, I'm I'm still in her early life. Yeah. And doing it? Can't look at the index. I mean, can't, <laughs> come on, Mike. No, I didn't take any peeks. I don't think there is an index. They don't. They 
you know, it, it's rare that you get an index in books lately, you know? It seems like, yeah, they, they, they don't want to spend an extra couple hundred dollars. But anyway, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be talking about that when I finish. All right, back to, back to Kmart, sorry. Back to Kmart. <laughs> this is the fourth single. Mm -hmm. I'm on fire. What's fire? It's an okay song. Slow burner. Yeah, slow burner. Um, it breaks things up, you know? It yeah. can't all be all rockers, right? Well said, Mike. <laughs> Johnny Bye Bye was the B side. I've Very short. That, uh, Very short. I always thought that went side by side sonically with Shut Out the Light. Like, I feel like they were recorded back to back, just the sound of them. Even though they're, well, they're both sad, actually. And is there uh, is that a nod to Johnny Thunders at the at, at the end? Is, is, did oh, he about Elvis, right? Yeah, yeah, but uh, but there's a bit, yeah, yeah, but there's a bit about, I don't know. It seemed like, you know, it was like a drug overdose, but could have been Johnny Thunders as well. You know, I don't know if it was purposely vague. I've always either heard or assumed it was Elvis. I don't know. If, I mean, Bruce like the remote. Well, actually, yeah, yeah. What am I talking about? Johnny Thunders died much later. So yeah. I'm gonna edit that out. No, I'll I'll leave it in there. So Johnny people Thunders know. died. In, he died yeah. in 1991. Yeah, yeah. Later. You got a yeah. dumb shit you want to bring up? Yeah, Mike? yeah. All right. Well, why <laughs> didn't you call me out? I called myself out. I gave. I, I teed it up for you, and you didn't even. You didn't even I jump know. on me. I didn't pounce. I was so floored. You didn't pounce. I was flummoxed. <laughs> I had Johnny Thunders on my mind from that J David Johan jo Johansson documentary. Johansson. Johansson. Yeah, that's the. Uh, I think I might like. And this might be a case of I've just heard I'm on fire too many times. Uh -huh. uh, I feel like if I had to pick one to listen to right now, it'd be the B side. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're right. It's kind of short and mm -hmm. there's not much to it. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what? When I hear that song, you know, sometimes you hear a song you associate with a certain jukebox. I, I think of the first time I ever went to the Charleston. Uh-huh. And this is the first time I've visited, maybe the first time I visited New York before I even moved there. This would have been 1992, went in there mm -hmm. in the jukebox. And I have a view of it being like dark in the room and the jukebox like neon. Mm -hmm. and for some reason, I remember that song playing. So whenever mm -hmm. I hear that song, I go right to the Charleston. Uh, yeah, it's just, weird. It's a great memory for me. So Yeah, it's weird, you know, your memories with music. I mean, I remember buying Born in the USA. I think I think I got it like the day it came out or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, just I remember just playing it and just like, you know, from the opening, it was like, what? You know, it was like just so uh, impactful, you know, it's just like, wow, this is this is amazing. And then, yeah, and then you, you, I didn't stop playing it. I just kept playing it. Uh, and then, yeah, then the singles started coming out and I had to get those. And here's... Uh, Glory days. Glory days, which you, you would have thought would have been earlier in the mix, but well, this is back when they, yeah they dragged these singles out for like two years. <laughs> they so. did, yeah. Jeez. They went out over a long period of time. Besides that, stand on it. Ugh. You don't like stand on it. You like Pink Cadillac, but you don't like stand on it. They're like Pink Cadillac's got a great groove. It is a it has this restrained, laid back groove to it. Stand on it, just stand on it. It's like, right. like a rockabilly. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, you it's know. a fast rockabilly. But yeah. I would put that down 
below in terms of uh, double sided with uh, cover me mm -hmm. uh, and the and Jersey girl that that'd be on the bottom for me. Okay, that's okay. No, 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 perfect. Boy, I I don't know if I've seen all these covers, but who did these? How did Bruce sign off on these? <laughs> this is probably John Landau. You I know, wonder he was so depressed, cranking out the singles. What's Janie? Don't you lose heart? Yeah. Yeah, I could take a leave that. Yeah. Not a strong one. Yeah. And then the last one. What is that? My, my hometown. Right. All right. What the hell is this? What's the B side? Well, yeah, the B side. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, all right. Had that not had that not been because that was recorded during darkness, right? Um, I think it's a live. Uh, it's from right. a live show. Right. So, but it was uh, from '78. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, the previous tour. No yeah. Or the river, maybe the river on the river tour. I don't know if they give you the date here. I, I think it was yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, it's early. Recorded uh, live at CW Post College. Oh. In December 12th, 1975. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's the version we hear every Christmas? 75? I guess, I guess so, yeah. Wow, okay. Uh, but, uh, I like that. I like mm -hmm. uh, my hometown's a nice little slice. I like that. Mm -hmm. And who doesn't love Santa Claus is coming to town? Mm -hmm. All right. Your slice didn't never made it out as a single. Could have Bobby Jean. Yeah. I Downbound train. That song, put, popping the tape in, flipping it over. When it got to that, just sitting on the edge of my bed and like, I don't want to say I was crying. Uh -huh. But uh, like I said, I'm a sensitive man. Mm -hmm. I cried. Yeah. Uh, it hit me so hard. So I've always, always loved that. So. Mm -hmm. But uh, how, many, yeah. how many more singles? How many singles we got? <laughs> That's it. Seven. You know, I don't know okay. if that's more than uh, Billy Jean. I mean, more than Thriller had Thriller. These, these, and these were ha this was happening the same year. Yeah. Uh, born in the USA, Thriller, uh, Prince. And Prince then he put out that the Purple live Rain. album. And, the, and he had the live album that was mm -hmm. huge to do. Yeah, that came out the following year, '85. '84 was big for me. That's when I graduated from college, and then. You know, all these great records were coming out that year. It was, it was, was a big a year. year. But um, so, now, yeah, that's part of why I remember it so vividly. Besides these, uh, there's a lot of documentaries and podcasts and books out about 1984 and music. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll tip you to a few if, if you're cool enough. But <laughs> I I did, I don't know if I mentioned this, but as a friend of Bruce's, I went on East Street Radio back in 2004. Uh -huh. Uh, not through Bruce, but my buddy Dave in Morocco. Mm -hmm. And we did a show where we picked what should have been on Born in the USA. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't remember exactly what I put together that day, but I think we did a cursory run through Born in the USA stuff on tracks. Mm -hmm. I think we could pick out four or five songs that should have been on there. Can we do that right now? Yeah, but, but you're going to throw out songs? Yes. Really? Wow. All right. The Let's, balls. I'm gonna run down. This, them. You ready? This is, <laughs> I'm surprised, you know, Bruce didn't get wind of this and come track you down. Well, I wasn't You're... invited back. 
hey, Mike, look, I mean, if you don't have the stomach for this, let me know now. No, I, I, you know, I vaguely remember this is one of your pet projects. So yeah, uh, let's let's get it out there for everybody to hear. But I mean, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna tinker with thirty million albums sold. There, there, there's something wrong with Born in the USA, and 30, 30 million people all got it wrong. Let's like get Greg Wilson in here. I'm not saying they got it wrong. I'm saying it could have been better. It could have been. Hey, don't better. get me started on the river. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right, okay. Here we go. Let's go. You ready? Uh, Cynthia. No. My love will not let you down. Okay. Yeah. That. Now the version we hear seems like they just didn't get around to finishing it. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to see them finish that. That's so on the track. That's a great live track. That's on the tracks box set. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at the tracks, track listing right now. Uh, in my love, and I let you down. That's an all-time great live slice. So, yeah, I like the I like that song, but is you're, you're throwing out "Born in the USA" as the album opener? No, did I say that? Oh, okay, all right. Can I throw out "Downbound Train"? Uh huh. No, no. I wouldn't throw it out. No. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, this hard land, super slice. Yeah, that's not making your album, Mike Liss. This hard land, I, I, you know, what is that? I, what, oh when did my it, god! Is that on tracks too? Yeah, I never, you know, I got that tracks. I think I played it twice. I made like a a mixtape about, you know, forty five minutes. I liked. This was even on that greatest hits thing he put out. Essential. Like, like with uh, no in ninety five, was they tacked on the Jerry Maguire song, this couple other things uh this hard land definitely going the album for me all right frankie tv movie which is just another goofy stand on it no you know what song i love i would have loved to see on the album maybe arranged a little differently lion's den yeah yeah i mean i can perfectly understand why it didn't make it and why it's on tracks. I love that song. Yeah, no, I, I'm not saying you can't love a song. We can't move downbound train. Now downbound trains a. I I What's don't think there's a favorite song on the album. I don't What's, think there's a bad song on the album. Doesn't have to be a bad song, but if you had to, get I don't think there's a down moment. Really? Oh come yeah. on, Mike. No, like I said, I mean, listening to it now, I think every song is is worthy. Of being on the album. I, I can't throw right. anything I'm off. I'm not saying they're not worthy, but I'm saying if you had to pick one, I got a gun to your head. Well, like at the opening... time, like I said, Dancing in the Dark. <laughs> oh, my God. Was, was this song that I, I felt like, oh, they're making some sort of pitch to the, the dance music crowd here. You know, listen to that big drum beat, you know. It, it just seemed sort of like a uh, a commercial. A commercial. And it was. You know, John Landau said, give me something commercial. And Bruce gave him something commercial. All right. If, if Dancing in the Dark is the song you're getting rid of, this exercise is over. Well, no, I'm saying I wouldn't get rid of anything. I think the record is solid from top to bottom. All right. Let me give you one or two more. Is this worthy of being added on to the album? Mm -hmm. I'm waiting. All right, those are the best ones. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. The River I, I, definitely had more, like, should have been on there. 
but uh, you've sure. stymied me with your dancing in the dark age. So. Certain unreleased Bruce songs, you know, they have this myth around them. And then when I finally heard them, I'm like, really? You know, uh, one of the big ones, I don't know the exact timing. Uh, you'll probably know Roulette. You know, the Three Mile Island. Yeah, oh, that's, I mean, a, I, yeah, that's a big one in terms of. I don't love it as much as some stuff. It's okay, I like it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I did get some of the singles from uh, uh, Tunnel of Love, um, and there the B sides just weren't as good. You know, uh, yeah. Lucky Man, Two for the Road. Um, I mean, even the B sides on the the Born in the USA singles are pretty solid. You know, they are for the uh, most part pretty solid. You're right about mm -hmm. that. So, I'm not going to throw off any songs for. But you yourself said "Wise" and "Shut Out the Light" on the album. Could that have been on the album? It could have been, but it, it might it might have fit better on the the Nebraska album. Actually, hmm. have any any of the uh, band recordings of the Nebraska songs ever surfaced? Have you ever heard any any of those? I haven't listened to them. I don't think I care to listen to them. I'd are they out there? If, I mean, are there bootlegs and stuff? I'd be shocked if by now there's not they're not out there. Mm -hmm. That's something that I would have been into 20 years ago. Uh -huh. Now I'll see this stuff and I'm like, I kind of just want the album as it is. Mm -hmm. I'll poke around because Spotify it just without realizing it, you have the extended album, you know. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll poke around and find stuff, but uh 20 years ago, I would have been all fired up about it. Now, it's like, eh. Well. I think we've exhausted that topic. <laughs> and that's all. <laughs> People have left. Depression. They, to born in USA, back to depression. <laughs> we, we, really, that, we really... First of call. all, I can't believe... Uh, speaking in Jerry, which I'm about to... <laughs> well, I can't believe he didn't call us out last week for not mentioning him. <laughs> I was expecting some voicemails, <laughs> threats. Well, there was, uh, you know. <laughs> he, he said uh, we're coming up on our one year. Is that right? Yeah, I guess if you figure in, you know, there were a couple instances where we took off a week. Not that many, though. Uh, yeah. I thought I thought it was further into the, the summer. I thought we started like in June or July. Are you calling uh, bullshit on Jerry? <laughs> no. You have the no, stones. I'm not calling that? anything. But I mean, you know, I, I didn't. I, I didn't go check. I, I meant to go look it up. I thought it was later too. Yeah, I thought. I thought it was in like yeah. June. I thought. I thought it was June. Something like that. Yeah. But um, we can verify that. I mean, we probably only had maybe four weeks off total. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not not a lot. We had a few. So yeah, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. And um, how do you think we should celebrate? By talking for an hour about Born in the USA? <laughs> uh -huh. We should but, tie... Well, no. Uh, I was going to say we should tie it into the real, real reunion softball, but hmm. nobody's going to give a shit about us and <laughs> that, but... but a softball uh, team yeah, reunion. Let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's figure out what the date is. We'll have a little something special. We'll have some yeah, cake. Yeah. yeah, no, I got to get down to Virginia. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to. I mean, see the homestead. I can I can travel now. I'm not. Uh, no, you, you know, don't rush. Although I haven't figured out how to live a normal life yet. That's yeah. That's ongoing. Yeah. 
You'll get that. Um, yeah, no, I'll do it. I'm, I'm, or not. I mean, the thought process now, but uh, I mean, so far the planning for this weird, real softball reunion is about is going about as you'd expect. Uh, <laughs> since I'm in charge, it's people uh, have other things to do. <laughs> well, since I'm in charge, it's slow going mm -hmm. or no going. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'm well, sure. this week's dish where we're we're getting down to sort of the bottom of the barrel, I guess. This was. Unless I'm going to, I think there's just going to be many weeks where I'm just going to be eating uh, shrimp dishes. And uh, <laughs> I'll well, do the We did beef with bean curd. Yeah. Did you get beef? Yeah, I got beef. You didn't get any beef? No, I, I was out and about because my team at work, we wanted a little excursion. We went to the Library of Congress. Oh, wow. Week, okay. Uh, which was delightful. I'd never been. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we pop out. I, take I a book out. Perfect, huh? You take a book out. I stole a book. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh -huh. I thought it'd be perfect because then there was like, oh, there's this Chinese place around the corner. We'll pop in and have lunch. And they had beef with bean turds or whatever. <laughs> bean uh, curd. Curd. It's tofu. Yes, it's okay. tofu. It's okay. tofu. Well, that's what I meant when I asked. Did you get beef? Because yeah. it kept saying tofu in parentheses, and I tried to ask the waitress, and she was looking at me like I'm a complete idiot. Uh -huh. And like it came, and I'm like, I'm like, is this tofu? I can't eat tofu. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it, Mike. I'm sorry. After last week's uh, gushing about yeah. the pineapple. No, like I said, I, I'm I'm trying to find something that isn't shrimp related. But why isn't it called tofu with beans? Well, yeah, that's a that's a good point. Thank I you. I mean, I mean, I actually had to do research because <laughs> I didn't know what. Yeah, I didn't know what bean curd was. I I didn't know. That's how ignorant I am. I didn't even think about the bean curd part. Yeah. Uh huh. So so yeah, I I, I did a, a little research on the dish, and uh, you see, you know, again, that guy who says we don't do any uh, any research or. Uh, <laughs> Prep before shows. Yeah, I did. I and I saw, I saw, I saw that bean curd is tofu, and yeah, I'm not a tofu guy, but get this. I like this dish. You know the the tofu. The only thing I can say against it is the chunks of tofu were like too big. You know, just cut them up. You know, it was like big triangles of of tofu, but it was like. And this is what tofu is supposed to do. It's su supposed to absorb the flavors of the other elements in the dish. Is that right? Yeah, it's supposed to be like a sponge. So you get a, a sort of blend of the different flavors. And the tofu in this dish did have that. So it was flavorful tofu. It wasn't just like, you know, the, the, the bland, tasteless sponge that a lot of people yeah. think about when they think think tofu. The tofu in this dish had flavor. So it was a nice little, you know, variation from the beef. There was beef in mine. Yeah. You're saying yours didn't even have the beef? Well, yeah, it had beef, but then I couldn't figure out what the tofu was. Mm -hmm. She couldn't seem to explain it to me, even though I can't be the first person ever flummoxed. <laughs> well, it's, it's And then we were just abusing each other. <laughs> then I was just freaked out by the whole thing. And so I just ate the fried rice. And uh... it's, a, it's a funny thing you mentioned that because when I ordered, I had another one, one of these moments where 
she had to put me on hold to see if, if they they could make the dish. It seemed like again, yeah, like uh, they're not getting a lot of orders. And this again is this was our theory going into this show, right? We thought they've got all these things on the menu, but do do they make half of them? No, and I think we, it's like a discovered... bartender says about drinks. <laughs> yeah, most yeah. people order the same seven over and over. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, there was a bit of a pause and she had to get confirmation. I, I guess she never heard anybody order the beef with bean curd before. I was the first. I wonder if they have that, my name and number written down now since, you know, this is two weeks in a row. I'm, th I'm throwing them curveballs. Yeah, there and might be some <laughs> chat about you going, whipping around the kitchen. I think, there. you know, at some point they're going to say, you know, we've decided that uh, we don't want to serve you anymore. <laughs> Your dishes, your hat stuff we have from a Chinese food restaurant. Things we haven't prepared in years, and, and now you're coming in here and and just because uh, of our our noodles, that's the reason I'm going to this place now. They have the great uh, soup noodles. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> so but that's how I that's how I'm sticking with this place. The waitress, like, I don't know why she didn't just break down and say, "Hey, dummy, mm -hmm. half it's tofu." Yeah. And you know, so she didn't know herself, maybe, right? I assume she knew, but she seemed to just not be able to wrap her head around that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Uh well, I, yeah, I guess she doesn't get a lot of queries, you know, when people oh, order easy, their food. Easy, Mike. 2023. <laughs> people just normally they order their food, they know what they're getting, but you're you're ordering food, you don't even know what you yeah. So mine mine was a total waste. Uh-huh. But it was free because it was a work trip, so uh huh. I thought you'd like that. Oh, that's so, nice. So yeah, I have to. Re I have no score. I was just weirded out by it. Uh, uh, after last, I was so on a high from last week. Uh huh. And were your coworkers mystified? Like, what? What the hell did you buy? You know. Yeah, they were like, yeah, no, no, they didn't seem to know it either. But they were just kind of. <laughs> then they just they're just amused that I I such an I looked like an idiot to this waitress. So. <laughs> well, you gave him a laugh, right? Gave him a laugh. Speaking well, you know, of this, work, this dish that I got, I was very pleased with it. wasn't went in very low expectations. Uh, the vegetables, you know, they had the usual suspects: uh, corn, not corn. Um, carrot, no carrots, uh, green beans, celery, um, the big, big variety, mm -hmm. and uh, some mushrooms. Your your favorite. Oh. <laughs> And the and the and the gravy was not goop. It, it was not heavy. Yeah. Uh, just an overall good experience, you know. I guess reminiscent of the uh, Mongolian beef. Hmm. I think I think the, the 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 gravy was sort of in the ballpark as that same hmm. ballpark. So yeah, no, I I give it a solid, you know, seven five. Yeah. I thought you didn't do point score. I thought you just well, did. I, 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 you know. You're slipping. I'm You're slipping. getting soft, Mike Les. <laughs> Seven, five. Yeah, total, total bust for me, buddy. Uh, yeah. And you threw threw the whole thing out in front of your coworkers? I just ate all the fried rice around. And, uh -huh. and we got dumplings, so. Oh, okay. So you're not starving? No. I'm yeah, I don't think they were glad. worried about me starving. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I did mention last week I was going to try. Uh, this is a, a carryover from the best show, where we the would what? order. This, this is a carryover 
um there was a little running gag on the best show when You're on the uh, best show the best show <laughs> <laughs> but uh I had no idea yeah yeah and um we were getting pizza every week and then one week we got an upside down pizza you ever get that i saw the picture of you uh yeah it's a sicilian pie where they reverse the order yeah they they put the cheese on first deep dish they, in chicago yeah yeah that's what they do with deep dish so you know we, we got it a couple times in in jersey city when we were doing the show there and um i was not a fan and and i i think part of it was that it was too much sauce one and uh i am more of a cheese person and the sauce yeah. compared to what i got yesterday was not as good i mean it all hinges on the sauce mm-hmm. and i went to this place yesterday near near me they had it they were in there was an article written about it oh this is some of the best pizza in new jersey so like three miles away i'm like well okay i gotta try it now and uh yeah no I'm, i was converted i mean wow. it, it tasted great the sauce was phenomenal mm-hmm. uh, my only complaint is that uh I asked if they could, you know, sell half of Sicilian. You know, I'm one person. You know, I'm going to be eating this thing. If that. <laughs> and uh, I said, can you can you sell me a half? And of course they said no. They and, said cut it in half, idiot. Uh-huh. Why, and, why not get those? I mean, because then pizza keeps well. Yeah, no, it, it, they're, they're just busting balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got the whole pizza. And it was good. It was it was really good. So uh, I've got a new pizza joint now I can go to. Um, yeah, I'm more of a cheese guy. I don't love the sauce on top. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure it's good, but mm-hmm. yeah, I would never think of yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, I don't have a lot of uh, food in the news this week. There was a story about um. Well, this one, this one might you might have uh, some uh, thoughts on. Um, there was a story about so- somebody who was putting a padlock on their milk in the office refrigerator. Do you have any? Uh, <laughs> Love it. Love it. Do, do you have any uh, office uh, tales of uh, people eating your food, you eating uh, somebody else's food? I, I've rarely in my life brought in lunch and I kept it in a fridge or whatever. Mm. I should. It's smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've never, I've never had any horror stories personally and stuff like that. No. But I do love hearing about other people's horror stories. <laughs> like anybody who's so petty, uh-huh. I love it. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, wasn't that an episode of The Office? Wasn't there? Some, well, somebody was making a mess, right? The, they wouldn't clean the microwave. Yeah, oh, the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> and. And uh-huh. DJ Novak did that brilliant guy thing of selling Pam. Look, I would only make it worse if I tried to clean it. <laughs> Which I would, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've never had a personal story about that. Yeah. yeah, I never brought food into the office. So, so yeah, I, I never had that experience. But, you know, I think I've seen notes posted, you know, when, when some, uh, there has been some transgression <laughs> and somebody will post a note of, uh, just, you know, getting that complaint out there, you know, that we're on to you. You ate my food and and uh, don't think you can do it again. You know what you could do to always foil these idiots and mm-hmm. catch them is uh, you have a ham and cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm. 
keep the cheese wrapped up in its plastic. So then some jerk off grabs it. I'm going to eat the sandwich, bites in. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but then when you have to eat it, you got to take your sandwich apart. You think it's worth it for the, the, the gag? For the, for the second and a half, you have to take the cheese and yeah, but, boom, done. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. All right. You can't put mustard on it. Sure you can. I like I like to I like to put the mustard on the cheese side of the sandwich. Well, here's what you do: you make the sandwich. You know, like I go I go meat, cheese, lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, mm -hmm. which I think is probably standard. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Okay. But not ham and cheese. I put mustard on. Okay. Mustard. You put mayo on ham and cheese. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. What do you mean? Wow. <laughs> I don't know if that's that popular. So I think so, yeah, I think mustard's more popular than mayonnaise. Tell us in the comments which is more. <laughs> Tell us in the comments. We, yeah, we, we don't we don't do enough call outs to the people in the comments. For the people, we, for the people, the people in the people in the comments. Let us know, let us know ham people and cheese with power, mustard, man. ham and cheese with mayo. Uh, I'm not anti mustard, but yeah, I, I prefer. So then the cheese is just parked there between the meat. And the lettuce, slide it out, unwrap it, slide it back in. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have to explain this to you, Mike. No, opinion. no, I, you know, it's, it's, it's just, a little more work, but I understand. It's, it's a good architecture. It's a good gag. It's a good gag. It would be hilarious, you know, like six months you go, nothing, nothing, nothing. All of a sudden, one day you open it, boom, teeth marks. <laughs> and then you're like some shithead. <laughs> like you're looking around uh -huh. and you got to be like, come on. Whoever did this, just did uh, Come yeah. on. I think that's a good way to uh, take care of that. Other uh, food in the news, uh, or not really food. Um, or news. Some some idiot influencer. Well, Paula. the judgment, Mike. No, no, no. <laughs> Paula Gnu. Are you familiar with her? Gary Gnu? No, Paula Gnu. G-O-N-U. Is she famous? Should I? Well, she's internet famous. Apparently, she's an influencer. Um, she that recently had she recently had surgery on her knee, and I guess she made some sort of arrangement with her doctor for her to receive the cartilage that was removed, and for the specific uh, reason that she wanted to eat it. This is a slow build, Mike. <laughs> she wanted to eat the cartilage. She wanted to eat human flesh, basically, and. Uh, Apparently, you know, people have this desire. You know, we've we've heard the famous stories, the uh, plane crash mm -hmm. in the Andes Mountains. You know, the the survivors had to you eat uh, eat eat uh, their, their victims, fellow victims. Mm -hmm. um, there's some serial killer in Japan who who mentioned that uh, he would eat his victims, and um, he claimed that. Uh, that human flesh tasted like tuna, but mm. without without the smell. Well, you know what I got to have for my tuna is mayonnaise. <laughs> so that works out perfect for me. <laughs> now I don't understand. He was going to put cartilage in the knee, but she she wanted to eat the cartilage. No, no, no. It was removed. They removed cartilage from her knee. She had a, an operation. I guess she had a knee problem. And she wanted to eat that. And she wanted to eat what they took out the cartilage. Uh, the damaged cartilage, I guess. Well, what do people eat? Like, what do cannibals eat? Do they eat your muscles? Do they eat your 
Well, they, yeah, they, yeah, this article was ridiculous. They talked about a, an experiment in, uh, in the UK where it's against the law. This is good to know. It is against the law to eat human flesh. That's good to know. You've confirmed it. <laughs> you feel better. You feel in, reassured in now. In the UK. So, the, but these scientists, you know, wanted to find a way around that. So what they did was they, they took, I guess they did remove some, some muscle tissue from uh, somebody who was donating it to science and they, uh, they cooked it. They cooked human uh, muscle tissue, fried it up. They didn't, they didn't say what, what spices they used or anything, but what they did was then they uh, sort of weighed in on what it smelled like. Ooh. And then they could make their hypotheses that that uh, human flesh uh, probably tastes like chicken. Ooh. Or... Uh, you know what I like on my chicken? Or, or, or lamb. I think it, or somebody or veal, one or the other. Um, but uh, yeah. So when you say, and when they've always, you always read so-and-so ate human flesh. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong for just without thinking about it, assuming they mean skin, mm -hmm. right? Like I picture I would cut off part of your skin, peel yeah. it off, fry it up. But is that wrong? Well, yeah, there are parts of the human body that you, you can easily, uh, you know, your hair, um, I need my hair, Mike. Fingernails. You can eat hair. Well, I'm, no, I'm just saying these are things that don't require surgical uh, removal. You right. know, if, if you're going to do skin, you know, yeah, that's. But when know. they say eat flesh, mm -hmm. don't you think that means skin or? Yeah, no, skin is part of it. Yeah, but um, for whatever reason, they they wanted to use muscle tissue thinking that's that's the meaty part you know you know um that's gross mike <laughs> you're gross it's food in the news it was a it was a slow week obviously apparently but um are I you have a follow-up to last week if you don't mind oh okay yeah you had a lot of homework remember my well shit i'm not even talking <laughs> that yet uh Remember my frightening walk into the office last week? Yeah. Don't bullshit me, Mike. Do you remember that? Yeah, you were you were ducking a chit chatter. Yeah. Yes. Get off the train today to go upstairs to go up to the street level across my office. Mm -hmm. I'm listening to a podcast or whatever, and I'm my phone at the corner of my eye as I'm coming to that first escalator. Turn. Yeah, I've never seen somebody so haunted by chit chat. So, so this is deep in the bowels of the DC metro. This is mm -hmm. going to be ten minutes. Uh huh. This isn't a how you doing? Good to see you. Uh huh. Have a good life. This is going to be by the end. You know, if we're not married in a hundred years, we'll have children together or whatever. What do you think of the Civil War kind of thing? But. So I see her in the corner of my eye because I have curiously good peripheral vision for someone mm -hmm. with shitty eyesight, Mike, but uh -huh. we'll talk about it later some other time. And so I'm like, but I keep my head down, jump on the escalator, and starts kind of scurrying up the escalator. I, 
I think she saw me, but I had my head down. So it's perfectly believable that I, I didn't see her. Yeah. And again, let me preface this once again with saying this is an incredibly, as far as I know, very nice person, way nicer than me. Mm -hmm. I have no business blowing her off. That's not that. So scurry up the uh, scurry up the moving escalator. Uh, and I'm like, okay. So then uh, all of a sudden, usually for the Metro for weeks, when it first I first started using it, I thought you had to go to your the wallet on your phone and hit the smart card to open the gate to get out of the Metro, the turnstile. Okay. And a couple of weeks ago, I realized you just have to kind of flash your phone. You don't have to do all that boom. Mm -hmm. You almost have to, don't have to stop walking. Of course, I go up to swipe, no go. All the times for the turnstile to tell me, whoa, 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 buddy, uh -huh. slow down. Of course, this is the time. Uh -huh, I'm, sweating, yeah. I'm panicking. I'm listening for her footsteps. Try again, 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 again. I can hear out of the corner of my eye, I see her. She's it's like Pepe Le Pew. Creeping up on me. I see her there. Blammo. Release. I sprint. Second escalator. A little slow. Kind of caught behind people. But I'm enough ahead of her. I think I made a break. She's a couple steps behind me. I got my head down. I'm like, just make it to the top of the escalator. You'll be home free. Get out to the street. Not only is it a is it uh I can't walk, not just because the sign says don't walk, but it's actual traffic. It's it says 65 seconds. After all that, once again, here comes Pepe Le Pew. Boom, 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 boom. How how you doing? I had to do a whole block. Ten floors. Your life is so difficult. Jack. No, not a stopping jack. That was brutal. I don't know. I, I, think, I, I, think, I think we we have very different ideas of what brutal is. I mean, you'd well, never make it as a bartender. Well, I mean, yeah. I all you, you know, war. all you have to do, all you're doing all day long I is chit chatting. I know, I know, but I, is I this can't a new development. I mean, it's, it's one thing if I were at the desk and we're bullshitting, mm -hmm. yeah, but the whole like, oh, now we're locked in. We have to walk a block and a half. Uh, but that might have been penance for I got lucky uh, a couple of days before going uh, the opposite direction down the escalator and I got stuck behind this couple two or three people I couldn't get around they're walking slow and finally I was able to get around them and I was very huffy puffy about how slow they were and how fast I was and I was <laughs> like I kind of let them I kind of let it waft at how frustrated I was with them Finally got past them. But then I realized, well, all that's going to do is put me on the escalator right in front of them. That's not much better. And then they could just stare at me and know that here's this asshole or whatever. Because I don't, I don't want to be, you know, running down the escalator or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. This, oh. this, this sounds like it's becoming a serious problem. I mean, this is all sort of going through your head every morning. Lucky, I saw coming this way, woman with a stroller, mm -hmm. baby stroller. Boom, slipped ahead of her, her and the strollers, a buffer between mm -hmm. me and this couple that I'm sure is cussing me out because I'm huffing and puffing. And then this morning, I paid the price. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
It's I'm sorry. Crazy. I don't picture you being in love with two, you know. It's a lot minutes. of work to a lot of work avoid, you know, a simple. I get it. It's it's chit chat. You know, it's it, it is what it is. I'm not saying, you know, I love chit chat, but you're you're going through these contortions just to avoid it. It, it seems like that's more of a problem than the chit chat. Do I have to sleep in the office from now on, Mike? I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on with you. I'm trying to help you out here. I, you, you, it's, it seems like it's getting more and more deeply uh, involved. Um, now I got it. Maybe I'll take another train so it doesn't run into this person. But then, like, it's a miracle. I haven't run into more people from my office outside, you know, mm -hmm. walking out up the, you know, so. Very frustrating. I know you fought in the war. You know what real tragedy is. I'm not comparing it to that. Now, what's 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 the expression they use? That's a uh, first world problem or something like that. I don't know. I feel like even in the third world, people are get enough of the chit chat. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's come on, just... Timmy. We've been living in this hut for years. I know the story. We don't have to chat. Uh -huh. I feel like third world. They probably still have to stop mm -hmm. a chat problems. You're walking along carrying the water. You're like, oh, fuck, stuck next to this person for the 18 miles I got to walk. Why not just have a seat when you get off the train, let the crowd advance, and then you slow stroll a couple minutes later. <laughs> the oh, slow stroll. Because a she pause, does A pause and a slow stroll. I don't think... Is she on the same train and we just happen to meet up at the... I don't know. You're, you're, no, you're... Mike, I think you've blown my mind here. <laughs> now, but then let, again, let her get ahead. Now, you, you tried to let her get ahead last time, and I understood somehow she was still evading, you know, catching up with you and so on. But uh, it's, it's I don't like know. Happy Le Pew. I mean, are, are you uh, late for work when this is happening? Do you have I'm a few late. minutes? You know what the problem with the slow stroll is? Because I'm usually the front part of the train. She's always behind. If I'm like waiting, she's going to eventually pass by me. My only hope is to sprint away, but she somehow <laughs> catches up. Uh-huh. Now, oh. if I thought to get on the back of the train so I could hang out for a minute or two, wait till it all clears, and then do a slow stroll. But how great would it be if after all that, boom, all of a sudden she jumps out of an empty train car? You know. Maybe, you know, are you roughly the same age or is there a chance she she's pursuing no. you? No, she's like, I think this is her, she's like 26, 24. Oh, okay. Very, she's, very yeah. Cool. And again, super nice. Yeah. Super nice girl. But, now, what my only hope is she's thinking the same thing. Like, oh, shit, it's, it's Wilson. <laughs> Hopefully she's ducking me, but it doesn't seem to because she's pretty relentless. But you're saying that once once you're into the chit chat, she's controlling the chit chat. I don't know. I, I think I try to control it because then I feel like I feel like once I'm locked into the chit chat, I have learned if I can control it, it's a little more. What's your chit chat deep. go to? Huh? The weather. What's your chit chat go to? Weather. Uh, what day of the week can help? You know, hump uh -huh. day. Uh -huh. uh, Thursday, one more day. Tuesday, work stuff. Uh, yeah, you ever throw out some work stuff? Work nah, related. We don't really work on the same stuff together. Uh -huh. And she's new, so I can't bring up gossip uh -huh. about uh -huh. Mike Lisk and so on. So, why don't you, you know, like really be, <laughs> really be sort of like uh, 
you know, you're not a boomer. You're a you're a Gen Z, Gen X, right? You're, you're Gen X. Mm -hmm. Why don't you, you just exploit the uh, the differences between Gen X and Gen Z? I guess she's a Gen Z. You know, and just sort of like or younger, you know, maybe, you know, like be condescending to her, like ask her if she's, you know, she's going to go to the Taylor Swift concert. If she likes Taylor Swift, just kind of like make it like you're so condescending to her about what she she would be interested yeah. in as a young person. So I should be I should the, after the slow, slow thing, your next no, solution, just, just be a dick. <laughs> No, that no, that's a total that that's for total avoidance. I'm, saying, I'm just saying that when you do get into these uh, and you seem like you can't avoid them, but I'm saying why not go the other route and just make your your chit chat so ridiculous that she'd be annoyed by it and that then she's looking to get away from you. Yeah. Right now it sounds like she's not really looking to get away from you, but if you were both trying to get away from each other. Maybe that's the solution here. So I mean, yes, yeah. like it's not like she's shouting my name or mm -hmm. grabbing the back of my collar, but she's just always. It's like it's like the Spielberg TV movie Duel. And he it's and here's another way. Here's another way to drive her away. Well, first of all, Tell her you have a podcast. Well, <laughs> we talked uh, about that article, right? Well, she's she's young. <laughs> she knows she likes podcasts. Oh, uh, well. Although that yeah. is that is that is a better idea than just be a dick. Uh huh. Be a condescending asshole. <laughs> I thought when you started that, you were going to go with talk about like my times in the war. No, no, know, no. On a tin plate. No, and... Go the other way. Just like make yourself so sort of ridiculous that, yeah, that she wants to avoid you as well. Let me tell you how an office works, Mike. Within <laughs> by lunch, this whole office would be going, did you hear about Greg? He's a dick. Did you know about Greg? <laughs> we thought he was nice. He's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. So I thought your slow stroll was a solution at first. I don't know. I'm not loving yeah, it. Just be I've, a dick thing. I've given you a couple options. Couple options, both terrible, mm -hmm. but one worse than the other. So <laughs> maybe I'll try the right. back of the train thing. I, I I feel like we'll be hearing about this in the near future. <laughs> I oh. thought we were done after last week, but it's an ongoing saga now. Well, I wasn't expecting it to happen twice. Uh huh. Okay. I was so happy about the baby stroller saving me mm -hmm. the first time. I mean, the last time I was huffing and puffing, a couple of years ago, was, we'd moved offices, so I wasn't familiar with the area, walking down to lunch, sidewalk, and there were three or four people fanned out in front of me, couldn't get around. I, I'm doing the, <clears throat> I'm doing the uh -huh. scraping my shoe, nothing. They're just, I'm doing the. <clears throat> you didn't seem to have these difficulties in, in, when you were in Brooklyn. It seems like it's a, a new, I mean, you know, you, you, well, you had. Everybody's moving. You've had some city life. It's not like uh, you're some bumpkin for the moves. first time. So I'm doing the, uh, you know, huffing and puffing to get by them. Finally get by them. And I kind of glance and I notice, as I notice one of them using what looks to be sign language, I realize our office is right next to Gallaudet, which is a university for the deaf. Mm. So I'd spent the last 60 seconds fuming directly at a bunch, a couple of deaf kids. Oh, boy. So yeah. that really, <laughs> so yeah, I didn't feel great about that. Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, so I'm, uh, I still feel bad about that. So I can't launch right back into mm -hmm. being a dick as a policy. Mm -hmm. Okay. But uh, I, 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 I was, I was, I wasn't the wrong for that one. Mm -hmm. Maybe I mean, just tell it. 
Look, maybe just tell deaf. her do that story. To, do they have to spread out throughout the whole sidewalk? They know they're deaf. Maybe just tell that story and it'll drive her away. <laughs> I think well, I think that fair. would work. That's fair. I mean, I don't <laughs> think I know they're deaf, but they do know they're living in the world, like you know. So, but anyway, so I, I felt I felt bad about that. I don't know what we were talking about before I started bitching and moaning about <laughs> walking around. Did you get a fortune cookie or? Nope. No. No, that's I had a streak going, right? Yeah, From... you you got a couple couple in a row. You were even opening multiple. And and then and then I have a a gripe. I know you like a, a gripe. Michael is showing the fortune. <laughs> we have video. I can show that I'm actually reading. You know, people probably yeah. thought I was just making them up as yeah. you know. Talk, talk about the comments. Let's get let's get people. Do they like the video or not? <laughs> okay. Let's empower the folks. Put that in the comments. In the comments. If you want to go back to <laughs> you do without to, the video. If you can do without our, our mugs, <laughs> yeah. just put it in the comments down yeah. below. I have a feeling I know which direction it'll go. So maybe. I mean, I did put on a different shirt this week, finally. Uh -huh. What's if your you point? If you carry your childhood with you, you never become older. Again, that's not a fortune. No. That's just good advice. It's nice. Yeah. I like it. I feel like I've lived my life that way. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a fortune. What do you think about that? I don't know. You have to... Uh... We all become older. That's impossible to to avoid. So, I mean, you know, after a certain point, you know, people reach a certain age and like, you know, well, I'm, 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 I'm like a 20 year old, you know, I feel like, you know, mm -hmm. there was some, uh, yeah, it's, it, it just becomes ridiculous. Just accept your age. Well, I don't um, think that means like I've been accused of being young at heart. Mm -hmm. I don't think it. I don't think it has to mean. I don't. You know. I don't care about staying hip mm -hmm. with the clothes. I don't. I don't care what the kids are doing. Uh -huh. I respect what they. That's fine. They don't. Whatever. I, I've never tried to do that. Mm -hmm. I just tried to be. You know. Yeah. I have a natural tendency. So, like I said, I feel more comfortable at the kitty table. <laughs> Hopefully, that's a good thing. Uh -huh. A lot of people say no. Well, food wise, yeah, you you, you fit right in there. Watch yourself, Mike. Chicken, Watch. chicken Easy. fingers Easy. and fries. Hey, you know who else likes those things? <laughs> Humans. Yeah. yeah. I mean, working in those stadiums, you know, chicken fingers, they'd offer you free food. You know, you could get a meal. And uh, it was always chicken fingers. I mean, it, you know, I used to like chicken fingers, but I think I've, you know, I had too many chicken fingers at the <laughs> at MetLife Stadium and that show. <laughs> It just yeah, yeah. Mike List story. <laughs> Stadium talk. Maybe that's how I'll 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 drive this girl away. Do you like chicken fingers? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I love chicken fingers. Yeah, yeah. Just you just like you know, talk like a bumpkin, you know. I then, I just assume she's thinking the same thing about me. How's this asshole always in front of me? <laughs> but you're saying, you know. You can't even just sort of maybe do the walk by. Here's another option for you: the walk by, where you just you know you're you're looking the other way and you you walk by, and then you could you could say, "Oh, I didn't see you." Yeah, but then you're locked up again, talking. 
Well, no, not not if not if she's like you said, she's feeling a similar way. Maybe she wants a day off. And then I just sprint away. Well, you just walk on without, you know, acknowledging. Next message. I mean, is you're on a busy street, I take it. There's other people around, so you know, you it, it happens, not, you know. Not busy enough. <laughs> Can't get, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to help you here, street, Greg. But it's not I mean, I, I'm just yeah. trying to throw I out know. some possible you, you you seem to be in a you know in a deep quandary here um do you do you think you need professional help to get from the train to my office without having to do small talk it's becoming i think a, a, a mental fixation a compulsion i am i mean tomorrow morning i am going to try to slip off that train somehow and slither up like tomorrow i'm going to be looking uh -huh. like now that this has happened twice uh -huh. I am going to be stepping lightly off the train, mm -hmm. but you have to look without looking. Like I have to look while I'm looking at my phone because mm -hmm. I can't look like I'm looking. And then, oh, do you have sunglasses? No, I'm not. A, I can't pull off sunglasses, Mike. Come on, I'm not a cool guy. <laughs> no, but sunglasses, I think, give you. It, it's sort of an, another excuse yeah. of not noticing somebody. She doesn't well, know I'm where you're walking into poles. I mean, she'll she knows I can see. <laughs> Why not just put bandages over my eyes? <laughs> All right. Well, bandages. you know, if you're not going to do the sunglasses thing, you know, I was going to say, you know, maybe a wig. Uh, but you Scott? don't seem to, you don't want to work with work. my 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 possibilities. The only thing in, in Trump my not want to do a chit chat is uh, laziness. Mm -hmm. will always triumph over. It. So I'm not I'm not putting together an outfit. <laughs> But tomorrow I will be on. Uh, okay, I'll let you know next week how it goes. Okay, <laughs> I'm sitting on the edge of my chair. I'll be thinking about you all week. <laughs> well, that's I nice. wonder, that's I wonder nice. how Greg is doing walking down the street. That's nice. And whether he's avoiding this nice young woman who just wants to have a friendly conversation with him. That's all. But he nice is woman. so involved that he can't even have a a pleasant chat. It's not hard. I had to talk to people I probably wouldn't have talked to normally. I had to do it all the time. You just sort of find your ways. You, you pick your topics. Uh, have, you, have you found a little topic that you can just keep going down that same road? Repetition have, and chit-chat is not a bad thing. I'm going to have to get something, some sort of inside joke going with us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Have a regular thing. It'll be automatic. You'll be like a robot saying the same thing every day. That's the dream. But that's that's what chit chat is. You know, it's not supposed yeah. to be heavy. You know. Uh, On that note, <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening. If you've made it this far, <laughs> I think Jerry, Jerry is the only one that's made it this far. I don't know. I think Jerry checked it. Jerry's like after this. So, <laughs> I think Jerry fast forwards too. Do you think Jerry fast forwards? He must. Last, <laughs> he just I think he Jerry knows the skip button. Though. He knows where he knows where the food talk happens. Yeah. He can weigh in. Jerry knows know. how to hit that thirty second. He'll look. He'll, he'll know something that we don't know about things. You know yeah. where we went wrong. He can correct us in the comments. I love it. You know Jerry's yeah. Jerry's uh, a good guy and he's uh, helped yeah. us along this journey. Yeah, but uh, I think he's skipping. We 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 missed a two hour mark on last week's episode by mere forty seconds. Did you really? realize that? Yeah, you didn't realize. <laughs> you didn't realize we almost hit the two hour mark last week. 
No, no. It just flies we'll by, doesn't it? Week. <laughs> I think I, I think I think Jerry's I think he's skipping. I think it's like when I was <laughs> when I was in school and I would try to bullshit a whole book report uh -huh. on just the cover flaps. Mm -hmm. I think that's what Jerry's doing. Tell he's us just, <laughs> He's jumping in. He's. I bet he's looking at the transcription. He doesn't have to watch the video. He just gets the words. Okay, they're talking about this bullshit. I'll chime in. Tell us in the comments what parts of the show you, you skip. <laughs> Boy, these people have a lot to They're getting all the homework this week. They're trying to build up the comments. So, you know. I see. We, we, right. we could use some more comments. People weighing in. All right, you anyway, know, I wanna... Speaking of comments, once a week, I should pull out an old comment of yours from Xmas time from like 15 years ago. No, I, you've been doing that on Twitter. It's uh, I, out I, of context. I, I, you know, these, how long are these? I mean, 2007, 2008, back then? 2005, dog. 2005. Come on, son. Yeah, they're going to be celebrating their 20th anniversary soon. My, my comments. Maybe we can put out a book of my comments. Are there enough of them? So you're not saying let's put out a book at Xmas time. You're saying let's just do your comments. This will be my first book. <laughs> I'll see if I'll see if there's an easy comments way to pull. on Xmas time blog. I'll see if there's an easy way to pull all your dumb comments, <laughs> which I'm sure would be very recognizable to anybody who listens to this. Uh, okay, I want to thank everybody for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Um. Everybody do what Mike says. You got a lot of homework this week. First of all, hit the like, hit the subscribe, do whatever in the comments he asked you to do. And we'll talk to you next week. Tell your friends. We're, we're, make we're friends trying. and tell them. <laughs> we're trying to expand the fan base for Egg Foo One. So tell your friends. Get the word out. Mike, don't let these people behind the curtain, bro. Come on. <laughs> don't do it, bro. Okay. Thanks. Thanks again, everybody. Take care. Thanks, everybody.